0: Iowa
1: Everywhere. From the Gelsy Studios, Studios. welcome to the The Hook. A look behind the lines with Mike Palm and Ken Miller. Powered by Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. This
0: is Iowa Everywhere. And hello again everyone and welcome to another episode of The Hook. My name is Ken Miller uh, from KXNO where I talk sports along with Trent Condon Monday through Friday from 11 until 1. Uh, My partner on The Hook is Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports out in Las Vegas, of course here in the state of Iowa. uh, Soon in Illinois, already in Colorado. uh, So uh, we have a lot to get to. Mike Palm, good to talk to you again. It's been, I'm I'm guessing, a a crazy weekend weekend. Uh, do you kind of exhale after the uh, final game on Sunday night?
1: Yeah, it was it was a long weekend, a long week for me uh, between the travel before and then going to Iowa last weekend, and and just how busy it. You know, it's the busiest four days of the year for us. Um, so it's an exhale, but here comes uh, the West Region tomorrow night, and people are starting to arrive into town now mm-hmm. from the four teams. So. Um, we have an event in High Limit 2 for a group from the Midwest. So there's always something going on here.
0: So of the four teams that are headed your way, I guess UConn obviously will bring the fewest fans, I would assume, UCLA the proximity. But Gonzaga, I mean, they're used to going to, UC, or to Las Vegas for tournaments.
1: Don't sleep on Gonzaga. I was surprised how many Gonzaga people there were in the— uh, The D ballroom, the Detroit ballroom at the D Uh, and uh, we have a host from uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So not that far from Spokane. He's got a bunch of people coming from Gonzaga. It's still, it still will be a UCLA crowd, but not as much as you think. Maybe it'll be 60, 40 UCLA between the two teams.
0: Well, you were in Des Moines uh, over the weekend. I, I want to pick your brain on that. But Arkansas, I, I thought there were more Razorback fans than when when the the um, Selection Sunday had come and we knew Arkansas was going to make their way to Des Moines. I thought, eh, I'm not sure how they'll make
1: their way here. But they did. I was surprised. They were tremendous. Now, of course, there were more Kansas fans. Sure. But the, the first – and you're deceived a little bit because the stands are full for the first game and then a lot of people leave after that game's over. But – Definitely, you'd rank at Kansas had the most. in Arkansas, you know, I thought I was unimpressed by the number of Texas fans. I thought they didn't mm. travel that well. I'm, I'm probably Texas A&M brought more yeah. uh, when they played on Thursday in Des Moines. But I, I was surprised. I mean, in in terms of the crowd. Penn State crowd was probably louder than the Texas crowd during that second game.
0: Well, we were treated to two good basketball games. You were there on Saturday, your home state of uh, Iowa. I thought we showed out very well, Mike. I really did.
1: Oh, it was I was the first time I've ever been at the Wells Fargo. You know, I'm used to going to the to vets in Des Moines to go down to the high school right, state tournament games. So, it was and and concerts at the vet. I mean, I think I saw the Moody Blues in 1996 mm. at the vet. Wow. Anyhow, uh, no, it was a beautiful arena. Uh, I thought Des Moines did a great job. It was easy in and out. Uh, Security wasn't a problem. Very clean, very clean restrooms. Everything was great.
0: So uh, what I've read over the weekend is a number of sportsbook operators that make their some of their numbers public uh, were, I think, in unison as far as the weekend that they had profitability wise for them. Now the betters, sometimes they get you, but this was not one of those weekends. Was it, uh, was circa uh, in the same boat as a number of your uh, brethren out there?
1: Yeah, we had a great stretch. We had a great the weekends of the conference tournaments too, Kenny. Mm. College basketball is really good and good two-way action. And, uh, uh but, but we got the best of it. And, uh, three of the four days were, uh, you know, mid six figure days, Friday was kind of a push, but it was overall between the three States for the weekend. Uh, it w- it was uh, very very good. I wish we did that well on Super Bowls. It
0: really? That has not been the case. So let's go to the very end. Uh, I mean, it, it's been a crazy long four days, but the final seconds of the weekend, TCU and Gonzaga. What an incredible finish! If you but if you bet Gonzaga, that's an all time bad beat. If you bet TCU, uh, you're 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 doing something right in your life. So how was that result for for uh, for circa?
1: It was about eighty thousand to the no good, Kenny. It flipped wow. it, flipped it. There was more money uh, on Kansas State there, but it's not, but not you know an earth crushing day. But uh, it swung at about eighty thousand dollars. It's hard hard to believe with point seven you could get just a clean three from the it top is. of the key.
0: Yeah, absolutely is. What uh, what was your uh, what was your biggest? Who knocked out more parlays over the weekend, Purdue or Kansas?
1: Princeton. Beating Princeton. Arizona. Princeton beating Arizona was the best result of the weekend for us. You know, we get a lot of Arizona people here. So we had Arizona straight bets, Arizona futures, Arizona, Arizona on money line parlays. Arizona, you know, that that was very good for us. Purdue, not as much. Um, Arkansas was probably more impactful. Uh, from a game standpoint, um, most people took the points with Fairleigh Dickinson against Purdue. Mm-hmm. So there are very few money line bets. If you had Purdue, it was in a money line parlay. But it wasn't, it wasn't anything to write home about.
0: <laughs> right? Were you surprised that um, the, a public handicapper, I, it, it's my, my grandpa taught me when he taught me how to read the racing form, I'm talking 50 years ago. One of the first things he taught me, never bet a lot to make a little. And it's something that I've carried with me forever, right? Never bet a one to nine favorite they're going to get left in the starting gate or pack four wide or whatever. And and we saw uh, one of the handicappers that, that to his customers, um, tried to lead them down the Purdue money line. Now, nine times, 99 times out of 100, maybe that's a winning bet. I'm not sure it's a good bet because you don't get much return. Now these folks are in a really deep hole. I was surprised that a public handicapper uh, would uh, would do that as far because money management's a big big factor when it comes to betting on sports.
1: He said that he himself bet sixty thousand on the game to win thirteen hundred. Um, I know of another person that's a well known better that lost sixty thousand live betting Purdue the whole game. Now not wow. bet sixty to win, but sixty maybe to win you know forty or something depends on what prices he got him. But to kept betting that they would win. The game all the way along, uh, live betting. Yeah, I, I more and more, Kenny, look for plus prices in front of anything yeah. that I'm betting. I, I've told you, I so I have a hard time laying more than one sixty on anything, mm-hmm. uh, especially baseball and hockey. Uh, college football is a little different. I think you can put some money line parlays together because of the disparity of talent uh, can't be outrun in the short term. But uh, even when I'm looking at totals, I'm always looking to to pay. To get a plus price on a, an in-game total, because then when it turns plus the other way, you've locked up a winner. Um, I I just can't. I I don't I don't subscribe to that school, but a lot to to win a little either, or public no, I, or publicly. What you yeah. you're going to get ridiculed either way if they won or they didn't right. win great
0: point i never thought about it that way that guy yeah he was in a no-win spot yeah. right for him to even for him to even you know put that out there uh didn't seem right well let's talk about these games coming up this weekend being in vegas uh the the, the, the two games that'll take place tomorrow night and then obviously uh the, the uh, elite eight game on saturday i have to assume since it's vegas those will be your most uh you'll do the most right on those games fair to say
1: yeah, UCLA-Gonzaga might have done the most right if it was, you know, in a different region even. That's a really a, – that's a marquee game, right? Uh, the brands and a 2-3 game. With, with so many of the top seeds getting knocked out, you're not getting many of these traditional matchups uh, between the seeds that should be there. Uh, but but with it's here and the proximity and all that will be – I think that will dwarf any other game that we see in the round of 16.
0: Uh, so the uh, what do you guys have right now? Uh, UCLA favorite a point and a half, opened up a pick, a pick one. Uh, is that it line
1: It got to two and now back to a point and a half. So it's probably going to stay around there, do you think? Yeah, I think one and a half one probably is where it closes. Do you have an opinion on – do you like one of these uh, remaining eight games
0: uh, Thursday, Friday?
1: You know, just to speak to this game, I – I just think this UCLA team, how he kept this team together for three years. Now, I hate that they lost Clark. Yeah. But this is such a veteran team, Kenny. You don't keep teams a core team together for three years. I just think they're built for the tournament. They lost a close, tough game to North Carolina in the Sweet 16 round last year. And then they would have got to play St. Peter's if they'd beaten North Carolina. So they'd have been a Final Four team again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, i lean UCLA. I know Gonzaga is dangerous because they're under the radar. This isn't a year where they, oh, this is going to be Gonzaga's year finally. You didn't hear about him a lot. right? So uh, they're dangerous in that respect. Um, I don't love a lot. I think this FAU team is really good. Ten- Tennessee... Tennessee manhandled Duke, okay? They played a very physical brand of basketball. Give them all marks and credit. Can Rick Barnes do it twice in a row? He hasn't really been able to do it in his career. I think five is a tad high there. Uh, F- FAU is a real team. They're, yes. they're, they're a real – this is not some mid-major. They're a real team. Um, so I lean them in that game. Uh, and then it's uh, It's tough. Uh, I don't know if I have any plays on Friday. The numbers are, I I lean a little bit. I don't know what Princeton's doing, but they're doing it awful well. I mean, this was a team that was third in the Ivy in life and death in their last two games to get in. But I I was sitting there, I kept turning my head back at Wells Fargo on the breaks in the game, and what they were doing to Missouri was incredible to me. I didn't know what I was watching on the screen. Missouri's a tough team to play, Right? they just did it well, so – the nine and a half might be a tad high. I don't know if I'm going to play that game though. No. Yeah.
0: Uh, what about uh, yeah Creighton? It's, it's nine and a half, ten.
1: So I got and you know I have forty to one on Creighton, so I might like to take the nine and a half and or find a ten and I can middle that game, right? I can.
0: Yeah. Well, I've got thirty three to one, so that's some good advice because yeah. I've got a good Creighton ticket. So the you teams know,
1: I have left, I have, I have, uh, and they're both in the south. So I, maybe I'll get a team out of the south. I have Alabama and Creighton left because Marquette was my other ticket, and of course, yeah. Michigan State got the best of them.
0: I have a good Texas ticket. I have a Creighton ticket. I have a Yukon ticket. And I thought I had one more. Um, oh, uh, Miami. Miami. Uh, I bet everybody them after everybody
1: this- in the world has a Miami ticket. They're the liability of everybody.
0: So who, who do you guys,
1: are you upside
0: down on as far as futures?
1: UCLA by far is the biggest yeah. liability. Um, and then... Uh, Miami of Florida is second, and Houston's third. But if you put them, to, if you put two, three, four, and five together, it wouldn't be as big as UCLA. Wow, so one of those. We, we don't need UCLA. Yeah. So that's just people coming from over from California, or is that? That's that's people that, have, but, but they've been they, they've always been a top three liability. But but as the season wore on, we just kept taking more and more futures money on UCLA. That's not the case in college football, is it? No, yeah, not at all. I Didn't
0: think so. Uh, of the of the two remaining one seeds, who doesn't get to the final four?
1: Alabama's playing awfully well. Um,
0: I keep waiting for carmen to catch up with him, Mike.
1: Well, that's what you like to think. My my friend, who's a professional gambler, says the NCA is not going to let them win because of that. I said, "Well, can they control it?" Um, I can see Texas beating Houston. Uh, in the uh in 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 the midwest that those texas guards are that boy they're smooth and how about the Sioux? yeah i just watched them in person their, their handles are so smooth mm-hmm. uh, and they didn't even really have a very good shooting game but they were able okay. to get the ball into the post and, and take advantage of penn state there so i think you know guard play traditionally dominates this tournament so i think i like i would rather be in your position to have your ticket on texas
0: well, I learned that firsthand because I had a good ticket on Arizona, too, and they've got a couple of bigs, and their guard play was severely lacking. And uh, I'm not sure I'll go back for a, a team that doesn't have guards anymore in this tournament. All right, let's move on as baseball is fast approaching. So let's start with the uh, um, what we saw last night, Japan and the USA. I have to assume, Mike, that um, maybe not 9 out of 10, maybe 7 out of 10 people that walked to the counter bet on the good old USA to beat Japan last night. Was that how it went at Circa?
1: We, we needed the USA. They all pounded Japan and and our Did you they? Know, our, our new Christ figure, uh, Shohei Otani. Uh, they had Japan heavy in the futures, and they bet him again last night. I was disappointed, Kenny. You get that leadoff runner on against mm-hmm. Otani in the ninth. Yeah. Double you gotta play. do something. You gotta try to move him. You gotta try to hit and run. I mean, one hopper bets, first pitch, and the game's over. He, mm-hmm. he raced I thought they had to be aggressive there. He's throwing hundred and two miles an hour with a wicked slider. I mean, and he wants every call off four inches off the plate, high low, and everything, too. Yeah.
0: He's something though, man. He's oh. he is going to break the bank. Where's he gonna end up? Is he staying in LA but moving across town?
1: I don't know. That's what I always thought. I know, you know, we're close with the Padres. They had a yeah. their marketing team had to put together a plan on what would the economic impact be to San Diego if they went after him oh. and, you know, culturally and, 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 everything like that. But, uh, you know, I, I, he's, he's something, but I would, I would ask these questions, Kenny, why didn't he start the game last night? Why won't he speak English in interviews? why do the angels suck so bad if he's the greatest player of all time with mike why, Trout, why does he want six inches in every direction off the plate and can he propel a team to the playoffs with six days of rest every time <sighs>
0: We should, I, I know what, I hope we find out because yeah. I think baseball needs, I want to see Mike Trout in the postseason season and, uh, and Otani brings a lot of folks to the game. So if he's an, if he's a Padre, knowing the economic impact study's already been done, will you, how many of their marketing partners will be able to stay with him Cause I got to think the price of poker is about to go up.
1: We might have to sell off one of the properties. Kenny, <laughs> I'm
0: not, I don't think, I, th- I know you're being facetious, kinda, yeah. but, um, mm-hmm. uh, now that's going to be expensive. All right, let's we we did the central divisions when we were last on. Let's go to the to the eastern divisions, both the American and the National League. I think that this is the both of these leagues, especially the National League East. I can make a case and I don't think you would shoot me down in the National League East for three teams. I think in the American League East, I'm not sure Baltimore is there yet. I Uh, Tampa Bay confounds me each and every year. I I think this is finally going to be the year they have a bit of a drop-off. But let's start in the American League. The Yankees were swept four straight by the Astros. They've got a bunch of injuries, but they've got Aaron Judge. Where are you on the Yankees as far as some of the numbers that you've seen? What catches your eye in the American League East? Uh,
1: The Blue Jays catch my eye. Uh, and they're short. I mean, they're the second choice around 175, 180. Yankees, 93 and a half, 94 wins. Blue Jays are 93. I think I like this Blue Jays team better than the Yankees, though. Uh, Reuse a big question mark. Now, yes, he's not going to be back till probably mid July, right? Mm-hmm. Off the Tommy John. Uh, but look, this rotation here, and you lose stripling. I like stripling a lot. I did too. Giants um, have him. Manoa, Berrios was terrible on the road. Chris Bassett good did a pick good up. up. That's a very good unders undersold. You say Kikuchi? can he get his form back? Uh then you have Ryu, uh still Gaussman. I mean his name was was late the last three years in Cy Young voting, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. and then I th- I think I like their lineup. I think their lineup's deeper than the Yankees. I, I don't particularly love the the Yankees lineup once they get through four, you know, I think. go ahead, Kenny.
0: I was just going to say, this is my team. So I know the Jays very well. uh, And I'm with you. Nate Pearson's been their guy in waiting, their ace in waiting for the last three years. He can't figure it out. Um, You're right about Ryu. When he comes back, I love their closer Romano. They've got something there. They bring over Dalton Varsho from the Diamondbacks. They had to give up their most prized possession in the, in the farm, but he was blocked by Alejandro Kirk. A kid's name is Gabe Marino, who's now going to be the opening day catcher, I would think, for the Diamondbacks. But Varsho's got power. Uh, Kiermaier comes over from Tampa Bay. Not what he was offensively, but defensively as good as center fielder, I think, still in the game. Uh, you know what Springer brings to the table? I haven't even mentioned Bichette, and I haven't mentioned uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. This team, Matt Chapman at third base, how about, they're loaded. How about-
1: how about they pick up Whit Merfield from the from Whit the Merfield
0: from, from the Royals was a yeah. uh, September yeah. a, a deadline deal last year. So yeah, I think that this team, if this team is going to get there, because I think Baltimore is coming, I really do. I think that the, the 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 time is now for the Toronto
1: Blue Jays. You think the Orioles are going to make some noise here? I do just because all those number one picks that they seemingly have had for the last decade, aren't they sooner? Like, I
0: love Roshman. And doesn't, isn't he Derek's guy?
1: Um, He's Derek love is I've never heard Derek love a kid coming up more than Adley. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Adam Fraser,
0: Gunnar Henderson. They've got some nice players over there. I don't think they're going to contend, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they could probably win 78, 80 games this year.
1: What's their number? Okay. So I like it a little bit over. I like the Red Sox under. The Red Sox are the same number, seventy-seven, as the Orioles. I don't like them at all. I like them under seventy-seven. What do you have to have here? You have to have the resurrection of Sale, the resurrection of Kluber, um, Paxton. I mean, he could be a wild card for them. I don't like adding Kenley Jansen. Uh, I don't like their. I don't like their lineup past three. I, I just. I think they're they're on the way. They they have a shot. I would look at a shot for Red Sox to finish fifth in this division too. Mm. Uh, if you could get like you know plus two fifty or something like that, um, probably won't be able to find that price. But uh, they're pre- they're pretty similarly priced to the Orioles. Who who do you um, who do you fear as far as if it's not the Red
0: Sox finishing mm-hmm. last? Is it Tampa? I,
1: I wonder about Tampa in that Glass now is never healthy. They had a bunch of kids up and down, but they've never really developed starters because they have this whole system of openers. McClanahan's really their only true starter. They pick up mm-hmm. Eflin, who was probably the fourth starter for the Phillies last year. They're probably going to use yeah. him in the number two or three spot. Mm-hmm. I, I I fear him a little bit. I fear that, to your point, I think the Brewers and the Rays are kind of in the same boat.
0: Yeah. The window's absolutely. closing. Yep. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, let's go over to the, uh, the National League. Where the Braves, this number what? snuck up
1: on me. Go ahead. Why are, the Bra- why are the, these Braves, are, they're such a heavy favorite here. Uh, 95 and a half wins. That's a big number. They are it mi- five they're times. A mi- they're a minus number to win the division. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I just think they're, they're, I'm not saying they're not going to. I just think that's an aggressive number. I couldn't play it over.
0: Well, I think the whole division. I mean, you can make a case for the Mets despite the fact Diaz. I mean, that's a huge loss. I love the Phillies. Not Let's not forget they represented the National League. I'll tell you why the Braves are. It's Max Fried, It's Spencer Strider. Um, it's Kyle Wright. Did Kyle Wright not lead the National League in wins last year? I think he did.
1: Yeah. Charlie Morton, Ian Charlie Anderson. Morton. How about Soroka? How about Soroka? Is he, he had... ever going to get back? I don't know. But, he, he, you know, they have six legitimate starters if he does. Mm-hmm. um it's just a really aggressive number and what i think is a decent division you know to, to win 95 and a half games it's 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 a young team yep um the bullpen's not that bad the bullpen's decent um yeah i mean you can make the case i i just have to throw the Mets out because of ds i just i draw a line through them
0: now I, the, the John Heyman, pretty good baseball mind with the, one of the tabloids out in New York, he thinks that the Mets should go out and get Diaz's brother, who's the closer for the Reds, who's I guess had, I mean he didn't pitch at all in the minor leagues when the minor leagues had the COVID shutdown. He's a younger version of Edwin. Um, they they think he might be. I mean you're asking a lot, right? The Diaz one of the best closers. Big brother's one of the best closers in baseball. But they too believe that uh that this Mets team can't get over the hump just because they don't have Diaz coming out of the bullpen. They they um uh, lose DeGrom, who's always hurt. I mean he's terrific, but they bring over Justin Verlander, who just won the Cy Young for crying out loud. You can't play him at all?
1: I can't play him. I'd rather take a shot with the Phillies at 88 and a half wins than the Mets at 92 and a half.
0: Uh Trey Turner was a huge pickup. Mm-hmm. Look at the weekend heat of the week that you get, he you just get
1: Harper. Harper's supposed to be back late June. Uh-huh. Um, Castellanos, I still think, is one of the most underrated hitters in baseball. Mm-hmm. But think you start the lineup, Turner, Schwarber, Hopkins, Real Muto, Castellanos, and Harper's not even in there yet. You know what I mean? Did That's, you even mention Hoskins? I didn't even say Hoskins yet. Right. I mean, so it, they, they. I still think they need more help. Now they picked up Kimbrell. Yep. Uh mm. I still look to. I still look to fortify that bullpen. Yeah. That was their big downfall last year during the regular season. The bullpen mm-hmm. was off. Mm-hmm.
0: We'll save the West for uh, for next week when we uh, are two days away from Opening Day in Major League Baseball. What's
1: Opening Day like going to be like this year? Uh, um, in the books, I mean, everybody plays, so you got to like that. It's the first time everybody's been playing. It's on time. We're doing a big celebration. We're going to have Greg Maddox throw out the first pitch. Former Major League pitcher Josh Towers is going to catch it. Nice. Um, we have hot dogs, apple pie. All moms drink free all day in the book. So it's an all-American opening day here at the Circus Sportsbook. <laughs> so you're going to build a mound? We're building a riser and a mound on top of the riser. He's going to throw 60 feet, 6 inches. Is he really? Yes.
0: Has he been has he been loosening up a little bit? In well, this he's break? known
1: about it for a month. So he's promoting his charity poker tournament that he's going to have at the end of April. So, And we're wow. going to do a raffle. It's called Baller Dreams. They help young people with cancer. Um, we're going to do a raffle. Anybody that donates 100 or more to Baller Dreams... Ah, uh, we'll do a raffle and we'll pull one person to get a seat into that that charity poker tournament uh, on April thirtieth.
0: That's outstanding. Uh, well, as you know, the uh, some of the Iowa Everywhere crew has already landed out in Vegas. <laughs> they might be checking in as we speak. I get there tomorrow. What are you doing? When are you and Chris and John sitting down? Are you and Chris? Do you know your schedule? I'm
1: going to go. They're on they're on noon to two Pacific time from from Stadium Swim Thursday Friday. I'm wow. going to do twelve thirty to one on their show tomorrow.
0: 1230 to one 12th,
1: Pacific time. Oh, so 230 to, to, yeah. to three central yeah. time. Yeah.
0: That's well, going to be good. Uh, there's going to be a lot of content coming up. I know that on Saturday, they're going to watch the games from bar Canada. Uh, now, will you put a hockey game up at bar Canada? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, they'll all
1: be up. They really will. Every hockey game in the national hockey league gets shown on bar Canada.
0: So tomorrow when I get to town and my jets are on the West coast, they're in Anaheim. Yeah um i, I get go, it to mean basketball I'll be at bar
1: canada come over i'll be at bar canada you will yes okay that's my Uh-oh. hangout kenny unless there's a ballroom to run or something i stay at bar canada that's the best viewing experience
0: it's it's great i agree with you um are, are you opening the ballroom this weekend i mean i know you had so Here much Turca, yes week.
1: it's not Turkey, at the, yes? the circuit ballroom will be open thursday friday saturday sunday
0: is there a charge to get in there
1: no nope. viewing party
0: yeah all right, good stuff. Well, I will uh, see you tomorrow. Uh, what time you will you be there till the end of the games tomorrow night?
1: Well, Kenny, because I don't, I land at four thirty. Oh yeah. Well, I mean the first game's three uh, thirty. The game should be done around nine, shouldn't they tomorrow? Pacific. I hope. Yeah, last tip is six forty-five UCLA. So yeah, I'll probably be here till nine nine thirty. What good time do the Jets go off at seven?
0: Uh, seven Pacific, yeah. You know, I'll say seven oh five. They need to win. What 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 have you been seeing in the NHL well, they're
1: lately? Playing the Ducks, so that's they should. They should.
0: Mm-hmm. What's caught your eye in the NHL since last time we spoke?
1: Um, the uh, Colorado's going to be a tough out in the West again. They're 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 showing the signs of of. Not because they're as good as they were last year, but they're, they're showing signs. They're showing signs that they might just be the best team in the West, anyhow. It's um, not them. Who? Well, I I still like Dallas with Ottinger, um, and they mm-hmm. beat. And now they lose at home to the Kraken last night. They beat Colorado pretty good a couple Saturdays ago. Um, yeah. But it's really wide open in the West. I guess you could say it's wide open in the East. All the teams are better, but they because there's so many good teams. I want to make a case for Toronto. I really do because all the years they should have beaten Boston and didn't. this year they should't, but could they? played a good game with yes. the Islanders last night. They had a horrific last six minutes of the second period. They couldn't they couldn't get the puck out of their zone. They turned it over. they gave up. but they fought back. Um, the team's dangerous. It's a dangerous team because they can win games two to one and three to two where in previous years they didn't do that too often.
0: No. And I mean, just to just to get out um, of the uh, Atlantic, it's just it's daunting. I mean, you got to get by Boston. you got to get by Tampa. Florida will probably sneak in. I love your senators. I wish I, I don't think they can get in, they won't. Uh, but but that's the team to watch for next year. Good stuff. You know, who I, I cashed a couple of I sold uh, some Carolina Hurricanes. You did. Yeah, Shvetchnikov. I mean, losing him, I think that's a that's a, that's a a fatal blow to yeah. their chances. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow, Mike Palm. Thanks for doing this. Uh, thanks for watching The Hook. There'll be plenty of coverage coming up uh, from Las Vegas. Chris Williams, John uh, Miller, uh, Matt Van Winkle, I'll be out there. Mike will be joining it as well. Uh, we'll be coming to you live from Circa Stadium. Swim tomorrow. We'll see you out in Las Vegas. Mike, we will see you at the D at Bar Canada. And thanks for watching The Hook. We'll see you next time. Iowa everywhere.